0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. Alright, welcome to another episode of the Urban Pitch Podcast, The Beautiful Game of Life. Today we have Brian O'Sullivan, otherwise known as Sully, the singing comedian. Welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. This is fun. Alright, awesome. Awesome. I don't think too many people know what a singing comedian is or they're familiar with it. Can you give us a little bit of a breakdown? Yeah, I'm still making it up as I go, but uh, I
2: I play guitar and I sing funny songs uh, at comedy clubs and colleges. So it's uh, stand-up comedy, but instead of uh, writing my jokes out in story form, I write my jokes out in rhyming form. Are there other singing comedians out there? Yeah, there's a handful. Um, you got Bo Burnham, Stephen Lynch, um uh tim mentioned um and then like weird al could technically be considered a, a singing comedian even yeah. though he's more of a, a musical artist sure um but yeah there's also a certain stigma from like straight stand-up comics we'll call it straight stand-up comedy it's like just traditional storytelling jokes mm-hmm. uh guys without instruments okay. uh there's a stigma against people with instruments as though it's like a little bit of a crutch so forces me to have to be funnier so that it's not right. just like oh, I have a guitar, so the audience is going to listen to me because naturally, I'm playing music. Right, they have shut up. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
1: do you do comedy that doesn't involve you singing? Uh,
2: not really. I do improv comedy, but it's separate okay. from the different show entirely. So okay. I'll do that. And then uh, some of my songs and stuff are uh, related to – like I'll do like one-liners and stuff over playing guitar, like a Dermitri Martin style. I wouldn't call Dermitri Martin specifically a singing comedian, but – Instrumental comic, sure. So, like, play guitar and then do your
1: one liners. Okay. How'd you get into it? Uh, Weird Al, as a kid. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I which 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 video was the one that kind of got you going? Uh, there's not so many, right?
2: N- uh, there's there's more than you would believe. Yeah. Uh, I, the first album was Bad Hair Day, okay. uh, which was his uh, Amish Paradise song was on that one. Okay. Uh, so Amish Paradise and Gump, which so was that's like 92, one.
1: 93 time frame.
2: 95 or six. Okay. I think it's 96. Uh, yeah. my brother got the album for his birthday, and I stole it from him, because I had a discman and he didn't. So, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: CD did him no good. <laughs> All right, so. You, uh, you Right now, you use the guitar, right, when yep. you do it? Yep. Were you already uh, a proficient guitar player? No, no, not at all. I, uh, I started doing
2: comedy professionally at an improv club when I was 19 uh, in uh, North Carolina, in Greensboro, where I went to college. And I learned the guitar. I taught myself the guitar at 21. And so by 22, I was had performed my first show at this improv club. They gave me a night to perform, bring my friends. So I charged my okay. friends, like, $2. And <laughs> this got, was during know, college? This is like right right after I graduated college. Okay. Yeah. And how nerve-wracking? Not is that? college. Yeah, college, yeah. Uh it wasn't nerve wracking. Really? I was, yeah, I was okay. so. I had this like weird amount of confidence when I was younger, okay. where I thought everything I did was just the funniest thing and okay. no one can tell me otherwise. Cause there wasn't like <laughs> right. the internet the same way there is now where okay. people can immediately tell you, like, no, this dude sucks. Right. Everyone look at this dude I- sucking.
1: Immediate feedback?
2: Yeah. And like your friends are not gonna immediately feedback, but like, that sucks. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, he rhymed two words. That's hilarious. So okay. when I started, it was like this overconfidence with this mediocre material. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere along the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. I've switched to, like, pretty good good material, but, like, my confidence is a lot lower. lower. I'm scared to, like, go on stage with something I don't think is going to kill. Okay, more realistic now, right? Maybe. Or uh, I've just overshot. I
1: just can't find a happy medium with, like, enough confidence with, like, decent material. Okay. It's going to be really good
2: material with no confidence.
1: How does your family think about uh, you pursuing this uh, unconventional path? Uh, They are, uh, sadly, uh,
2: very much for it. Okay. Uh, They've been... (laughs) I You were hoping that they would uh, force you to do something else? Yeah, maybe. Uh, Or at least, like, say, no, you can't do this. So, like, I have a wall to break through, like, to prove myself. But my my parents have always been super supportive of me in the arts. And I got my degree in acting. And even that's like, you guys should have said no. That way I'd be like, no, nah, fuck you. I'm going to go get my degree in acting and okay. I'm going to show the world and it's all going to be in revenge of my parents. And instead it's like, no, go get your degree in acting, Brian. You're going to be a great actor. There's there's, there's degrees so for, for acting. I found one. Yeah.
1: And what What's the degree? Uh, BFA in acting. BFA in acting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Bachelor of Fine Arts in acting. Ah, yep. oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Yeah. I don't think most actors... Half Number one, have one, one no. or are aware of one? Are probably of not. I not uh, they're aware of it, right? No, no, I
2: probably know more than I should uh, about theater and and acting, considering
1: how little amount of it I do. Okay, so yeah. that's your background. What about when growing up? Then were you always like the funny kid? What's your what, what do you what's your family dynamic like? Uh, f- I was
2: uh, I was the center of attention. I'm the oldest of four kids, so okay. I always had to be the the center of attention with my siblings. Um, I would uh, I did this weird thing where I would like. I had a bunch of trophies so like soccer and baseball trophies okay. and like i'd sit in my in my in my room in my chair and i'd have my siblings all bring me my trophies mm-hmm. uh and just place them around me okay. that was a, feel, a feeling of power
0: <laughs> superiority well, how, yeah how old were it's you weird.
2: when i uh, uh, must have been like 10. so you're 10 and your
1: siblings yeah. are like two, three, four, five, around that age uh or? yeah
2: so we were like two years apart each of us okay. so they must have
1: been eight six four two something yep. like that yeah so they're four, all bringing four, six, you a trophy as like an homage to yeah you know to the, like the, older, your, brother the older, older brother who already was a leader in the trophy yeah okay right the soccer so, players on it okay. medals and stuff so you were already kind of the center of attention and you were kind of like the clown of the family
2: yeah more the clown than anyone else in the family uh and but i was also quiet and shy mm-hmm. um i played a lot of soccer and on the soccer team it was all like just focused on soccer right. and then i started writing these songs these parodies of weird al and like i'd bring them to soccer practice and at mm-hmm. the end of practice like before i you know would ride home with friends okay. i'd like sing them my new song with or without your guitar
1: without the guitar so i'd have a guitar a no <clears> after <throat> practice or games or whatever you're sitting there busting out it, these random songs that you wrote weird because uh, okay. like you're... it
2: would be like a tape recorded okay. of the actual real song that yeah. i was like doing a parody to mm-hmm. and i'd sing on top of the, oh, right. the, that so it wasn't right. like it was just it wasn't even an instrumental track right. it was like i'm gonna sing hansen over top of hansen singing mbop Mm. My song called mm, "Stop," okay. telling Hanson to stop singing. All right, okay, interesting. It's very creative. And how
1: uh, how accepting of that were, the, were your team? They loved it. They
2: did. Yeah. Again, okay. it was like the, that's where maybe that's where my confidence for songwriting okay. started. Yeah. And then when I realized that, but I think they were laughing because like, oh, he rhymed the words. Okay. Which I guess to like a twelve year old is is impressive. Yeah. That it's oh he's he's writing, technically he wrote a song. Right. No are no, twelve year olds they're writing songs. Whereas in my head, it's just like I have, obviously have too much free time and I'm not getting the stimulation I need at mm-hmm. school.
1: Okay. What about your uh, fan base? It's mostly in terms of your performances. You go to a lot of colleges. Yeah, right? I do a lot of colleges. Okay. How's so, that, how does that work
2: out? Uh, it's fun. It's interesting. The, the thing I do... I like about it is that college kids are like, they're there and they're excited and they like new things and they they're, try to find they're enthusiastic like they're for enthusiastic the for the most part. The thing I don't like about it is that like every year I get older and this is a Matthew McConaughey yeah. line, but like they stay the same age, yeah. Uh, which is true because like I have to keep in touch with like what 18 year olds are still in touch with right now, which right. is weird. Okay. Uh, I wrote a song a year ago about a high school relationship. Okay. Um, it was a parody to Ed Sheeran's uh, song Thinking Out Loud. All about the high school relationship, mm-hmm. and it was weird because like I was trying to like go back in my mind like when I was 16 years old and had my first girlfriend like kissing and making out and like how everything was new and weird. Okay. But it was super creepy for me as a 30 year old man to go back and okay. think about 16 year olds mm-hmm. making out without feeling dirty. Okay. Uh, so I wrote this weird line of like. Mm-hmm. This isn't creepy, right? Because this is what happens to sixteen-year-olds. What happened to me at sixteen? I assume right. it was more universal. Right. And that's some of the stuff with comedy too—is finding out that like what you think is personal and private to you actually yeah. is more like universal and and connected to to others. Like, oh yeah, I had my first kiss at sixteen. It's like, oh, well, you? Did, I had my first kiss at sixteen. Oh, wasn't it weird? Yeah, it was super weird. Was okay. Just all tongues, no teeth. <laughs> okay. Opposite of that.
1: Do you get any hecklers at your shows? Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I've dealt with a, a handful of hecklers. Okay. Um. I've, I, that's where my improv training comes into play, mm-hmm. is that uh, I don't stick to a show like, oh, it has to be word for word and yeah. scripted like this. Like my BFA program would tell me okay. it has to be word for word and scripted okay. like this. But with the improv stuff, there's room for uh, improv. Uh, Witty repartees. Witty repartees. Yeah, and, yeah you have them and in, and back, in your so back pocket ready
1: to go. A few I do.
2: One, yeah. I had to like partially write because people kept yelling it out. When you're a guy alone on stage with a guitar, yeah. everyone's not so everyone, but but someone, someone's kind of going to yell out free bird. Okay. Uh, once a month at okay. my shows, and it used to be like, "Hey, man, that's not funny," you know. So I decided to write a parody to Freebird okay. about why it's not funny. So you preemptively
1: cut that before they even get to it.
2: Yeah, well, I let them do it, and then I pause, oh, okay. and then I go, "Oh, is this how the song's played? I don't, uh, I don't know that song. Is it, is it this?" And then uh, I go into
1: the bit all about them making fun okay. of them. And I would, th- I would think college students if they're going to be like heckling you They mm-hmm. might be like the worst type of hecklers right because they're just like some drunk bro are there like drunk bros that show up and like three guys um, that are just in the front row just like
2: randomly yeah. they're never in the front row they're the not front row is always the nicest row okay uh if i'm gonna make fun of someone i try to skip the front row entirely because yeah. they're like they're there to see comedy they want to be there they're on your team from the beginning don't mess right. that up people in the back they're like i don't know if i'm gonna like this i'm just gonna sit in the back and like just mm-hmm. judge for okay. a while uh if i can either break them to be like no i like this i'm gonna sit down and join or if it's like oh i gotta say something it's the the ones that say something by then i at least hopefully have most of the audience on my side so that if it's like either i can just say like hey man you don't have to stay here you can go no one wants you here yeah i don't want you here you don't want to be here just leave (laughs) okay or it can be like uh it's the audience versus this one guy Mm -hmm. i've had people heckle me and when I'm done with them, they get up and leave. And the okay. audience cheers for them leaving. Okay. So it's like, you thought that they didn't want me here, but really nobody wanted you here. Right. If you'd shut your mouth, you never would have learned that. Mm-hmm.
1: What's the difference between doing uh, college shows when you're on tour versus mm-hmm. maybe here down in L.A. or Westside?
2: Um, the comedy club stuff? Yeah. Comedy club, uh, I can be smarter. Okay. Uh, I can be... Uh, I Some of my songs are faster. Okay. I can do... I can do more okay. at a comedy club. Yeah, more freedom. More freedom. Uh, colleges, they, I'm a lot of them, they're well, I'm, they're,
0: they're, they're different young. smart. Yeah, okay. they're
2: learning still. Right. Uh, but they're also, like, there's this whole PC culture that's very protective over what's okay to talk about and not okay to talk about. Sure. These days, specifically, yeah. I've been doing colleges for the last seven years. Okay. And it's like each year it gets a little bit tighter and tighter about yeah. like, mm, don't say this word, this word, this word, and don't bring up this, this, or this. They give you a list? Sometimes. Like
0: whoever's in charge of the show kind yeah, of. Yeah, I like hey, to check some in before and say okay.
2: like, hey, it? are there things I should stay away from? And right. sometimes like, well, you know, one of the faculty members just died, so don't talk about death. Okay. Or And like that stuff I understand. Yeah, yeah. But other times it's like, well, yeah, we had a comic one time talk about like, you know, having sex and just got in real graphic detail of it and just made everyone uncomfortable. And in my mind, I'm like, so that like, just means he didn't do myself. a good job.
1: Or is, that, is There's a, like, half your material, right? That's,
2: like, that's most of my material. <laughs> okay. But it's like, if I can do, so it shouldn't be like the topic of sex should be off topic. It should just be like, if you're going to talk about sex, make sure it's funny. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the rule of any, you know, good stand-up yeah. comic. Is right. that no, no topic is off limits. There's some taboo topics, but mm-hmm. if you approach them well and you are funny, cool. Good right. for you. We're not going to judge you for that but i've had sometimes like yeah little like warnings about right. what happened on that campus specifically recently okay. you know you go to penn state right after the whole sandusky stuff it's like you don't you don't talk about sure. molestation in yeah, in yeah. any way yeah uh, but then some of the schools you don't know the the news and you'll say something and someone will come up to you and be like my roommate actually just had sex for the first time so that really offended me when mm-hmm. you were talking about having sex for the first time mm-hmm. it's like
1: i don't i'm, I'm sorry <laughs> how is it uh, being uh, singing comedian, actor, pursuing all that in LA today. Uh, it's great. I get to wait a lot of tables. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, uh, no,
2: it's it's fun. It's it's um, it's weird because I do feel like it's turning now with like YouTube and like all the internet stuff and social right. media. Like a lot of agents, like acting agents and yeah. and and managers and stuff, won't even take you on unless you already have a social media following. Okay. Like they want people that already have the a branding going. Audience. Yeah, a little built-in right. audience. Um, so that's a little weird cause it's like, yeah, I got my BFA in acting, but that's like you said, not worth a whole ton. Right. It's how many followers you have on Instagram mm-hmm. is more important than who's your current acting coach or right. who's your current representation. Um, which is a little weird, but I guess it keeps it exciting cause it's yeah. not like there's any surefire like, Oh cool. You're done now. You've, you've made it. You've successfully, mm-hmm. you live in LA. So that's making it. Yeah. Yeah. Which in a, in a sense kind of is. I mean, some people they graduated. With, I graduated with in North Carolina, mm-hmm. are still in North Carolina, and yeah. they're very happy there. Sure. Some of them went to New York. Some went to Chicago. Uh, some are now out in LA. Um, but like, there's no. I don't think there's any right or wrong for what you can do, and and because of the YouTube and social media, like you can do stuff always mm-hmm. by yourself. Like you don't need big budget to do what you really have an idea for. Right. At least on a, on a low scale, like just do okay. it yourself
1: type stuff, which is cool and also intimidating. Okay. What's the uh, hierarchy like for uh, groupies? So, is it like actors, musicians, and then like comedians and then singing comedians? Well, what's it like? You know, <laughs> is it like crazy? Well, you know what I mean? Or- for groupies, yeah. Is it barren, yeah. uh, is it barren to, for? No, it's not. I know it's not barren because I've been to a couple of your shows, and there were a couple of times when you, you know, had a couple, you know, hoochie's, you know, waiting for you after the show. I yeah, that's that. what I want is hoochie's. Yeah, yeah. I'm just say a lot of hoochie's. I'm just relating what, like what I saw. What you witnessed. Yeah, um, I'm
2: not judging. <laughs> I think I think the biggest one. This is just I don't know this for a fact. I would mm-hmm. assume musicians are number one for as far as getting groupies. There's yeah. something about like the artistic about like, oh man, he plays right. an instrument. and He's like he didn't even make eye contact with the audience that whole yeah. show, and that was just so deep, right. and he must have a I want to get to know that soul.
1: Well, I'm I'm trying to see if you can leverage some of that because you're a singing comedian. Uh, yeah, right? if I just looked okay. at the audience
2: last, just kept my okay. if I grew my hair out a little bit, yeah. just looked down more. Okay. Uh, I assume the mystery is part of uh, what what makes someone appealing,
1: or the uh, intense eye contact. That or yeah, just with right? one person, yeah. it's you definitely. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about your
2: boyfriend. So uh-huh. I'm staring at you as long as I can. Uh, no, it's uh, I was I would assume would be that, and then comic
0: comics yeah.
2: are like it used to be like a oh you're a comedian oh okay well see ya. But, like, these days it's not. It's like, you're a comedian. Oh, wow, I want to know more. Yeah. Um, it Sometimes it's a little shaky because, like, it used to be, like, everyone in L.A. said they're an actor. Yeah. Now everyone says they're uh, a comedian. So yeah. it's like, if you're if you're a comedian, it doesn't mean you're necessarily working. Right. It just means that you go to open mic sometimes. Yeah. So when I bring up, if I'm trying to impress a girl, I'll like, say, oh, I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I make my living doing mm-hmm. comedy. And then it's like, oh, how?
1: Right. And um, does she expect you to be, like, Funny, right off the
2: bat, then. Uh, yeah, that might you be how come none pressure. of them have worked out. Yeah, Because I just, I go into this, no, nah, not be funny, cause <laughs> you're not paying me for my time. Right, I want to pay you for yours. It's are, usually prostitutes I'm talking to. Okay,
1: are there any uh, fans that are waiting for you that are looking forward to you? You know what I mean. On, yeah, in, in that sense, then. Is yeah, that, has any of those turned out well?
2: Uh, no, no, I would no. never. I wouldn't capitalize on those because that's a. There's something about a, a person that's so. You're too excited. You know, they say like never meet your, your, uh, your heroes. heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's something about that too. I don't think I'm anybody's hero, but there are some people that are super excited to meet me when I get to a campus in some place and like, Oh my gosh, I've been following forever. And I, uh, I recently met someone uh, up in South Dakota mm-hmm. and he was working on the tech crew for my show, okay. but like not in contact with me. So like one of the tech guys who became friends with me, was like, Oh, my friend, you know, is on, you know, he's working backstage. He wants to meet you. Yeah. He, he didn't know you were coming. He was just like on crew to help with the comedy show. Didn't know you were the comedy show, but like he's followed you on the internet for yeah. a while. So he comes up and like his hand is shaking. Wow. And he's like, Oh my, God, it's so nice to meet you. I was right. like, what is going on? Is fan. this a joke? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. like, I don't, you must be confusing me with someone else you've been looking at on the internet because there's no reason why you should be nervous or scared funny or funny
1: and yet being humble that's good.
2: Well, I mean I just I think it's I think it's funny that I have fans and I'm I'm right. super I'm flattered that I do and I, I hope that most of them stay fans forever and that okay. I continue to make them laugh in the future but at the same time I'm not yeah I, I don't let my my ego get in the way of well I have Facebook fans so I don't need real people in my life.
1: Well speaking of like Facebook how do you engage with uh, your audience through social media. What's what do you you know? What are your ones that you're really into, and kind do you have a strategy behind it? Yeah,
2: I guess. I mean, must probably wrong and stupid, and everyone will tell you different. But mine <laughs> has always been uh, Facebook was has always been good to me okay. for uh, for for social media, and okay. specifically. Uh, my clips, fan page putting clips on yeah it. i'll do clips i'll do new songs i'll post up there okay. uh my jokes if i think of like a new joke i'll yeah. put it up there at first it was just like to get it time stamped okay. so i'd be like no i thought of this joke first because with the All internet right. now it's like sure everyone's thought of everything already okay just who thought of it first um but i, I did i was like uh, i'll do facebook but i'm i'm very cautious about not over posting on facebook okay like a lot of people will say, oh, post as often as you can because mm-hmm. you want more. You want to be like remembered and seen a lot by people. Okay. But I was always to the subscription of I'm only gonna post good stuff mm-hmm. when it's good. That way, people don't get burned out. And like God, Brian's posting again about okay. what he's eating for lunch. Okay, delete, right. remove from Brian's fans. Okay. So that's been my thing. Uh, and then like Instagram and Twitter, I I love going on those too, but I'm not very great at them. Those aren't your no, because Instagram's ones. like really good for people that like. To take pictures of themselves yeah. doing things. You take
1: tons of pictures of, your, of you eating your
2: I food. used, Yeah, it would, <laughs> I would take pictures of me eating my food. That was, yeah. that was my accidental selfies. I was like, yeah. all these people were posting either pictures of their food right. or selfies. So I was like, oh, I will post pictures of myself eating, eating food, food and pretend like I just have the camera backwards. Like I don't know how to work a phone right. uh, was how that
1: started. I actually like that. Those were and pretty
2: so, funny. Some people have said that. I yeah. actually got my meal bought for me once in Minnesota because the oh, manager nice. of the restaurant recognized me. Oh, he knew that, so he <laughs> yeah. recognized
1: you. That's hilarious. Okay. I was flattered. All right, so then, uh, L.A. lifestyle—you know, you're working. Uh, mm-hmm. You know how there's this a contingent of YouTube stars, and they all kind of like live in Santa Monica or West L.A. Mm-hmm. Does, does that collide with your world at all? With you know what I mean? There's a lot of social media people out there now.
2: Yeah, I would imagine. I don't. I don't. Uh... I don't follow YouTube
1: stars, mm-hmm. so they could be walking by me every YouTube, day. YouTube, Instagram, no and the YouTube. Vine's dead now. You know. Vine is now
2: dead. Yeah, it is. They dead. say that, but can you kill it that fast?
1: Uh, it's gonna. It's. I mean, it's. Gonna, it's like the way of the dodo bird. It's gonna go away. Yeah. You know? But. <laughs> uh, but we still talk about dodo birds. Yeah, I guess. So we still talk about Vine. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's supposed to go away, right? Yeah. That's. But what then there's they all said. these uh, people, and you know, you. I don't want to call them YouTube stars, or whatever. But they Social are. media. Social there's, media yeah. stars, right? Yeah, yeah. That's how they make their living and yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Is is that you know, do you guys overlap at all in that sense? or not? I
2: haven't seen it. And uh, the, at least personally for myself, most of my stuff is done live. Mm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the best live in front of an audience.
1: Uh, You're not about capturing it and putting it up and blasting on social media as the main medium to get to your fans and to your audience. No, not not really,
2: because it goes back to like, I don't want to burn them out.
1: Like, Mm. I want the right
2: people to see that I have potential uh, and to want to pick me up and like work with me uh, or ask me to do their shows or whatever. But I don't want to like oversaturate my own market with like, oh, great, another. Mm-hmm. Hour-long video of Brian O'Sullivan's show last week. That right. it's different to watch a, a live comedy act mm-hmm. and then a recording of a live comedy act. Sure. Like it's two different monsters. And with like the attention span of people on the internet these days is so short. Yeah, uh, you don't want them to burn out on like oh this face. It's right. burned down the internet. Like right. oh that show would actually be pretty good if I was there and like interactive because I do a lot of interaction with the audience and like try to make each show different and unique okay. for that audience so right. that it's like you have to go see my show live is right. the way to see it. Um, but yeah, there is something to like the marketing of having to having to keep up on social media at least okay. uh, to
1: to make to make sure people will be at your shows and in, in the live audiences. It's a weird beast. What's the craziest thing that's happened then while you have either performed either from a fan or like a club owner or you know anything that was just like wow this is definitely odd behavior or crazy behavior? Um, I was in the middle of a song. I remember where
2: I was, but okay. it, was, it was a college show. Mm-hmm. It was in the middle of a song, and uh, these two girls were whispering to each other. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just stop singing and address people talking in the audience, just because they think that once I start a song, that like, okay, we're safe to like talk and not pay attention for three minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'll let them think that, and then stop the song and say, "What are you guys talking about?" <laughs> and like, it's this, this, this first feeling like, is he serious right now? Is this part of the song? Or what? Mm-hmm. It's like, no. What are you guys? Were you whispering something to her? Would you just mm-hmm. say? And she's like, "I can't tell you." Mm-hmm. So what? Well, can you whisper it to me? She said, Yeah. So she came up on stage and whispered in my ear. Okay. She said, Me and my friend wanna have a threesome with you. <laughs> oh. This is like in the middle of the show, twenty minutes in. I have to right. do an hour. Right. And the song was nothing sexual. Like right. it was like a completely different and I was like, okay. Huh. <laughs>
1: Threw you off a little bit? Well, yeah, not what okay. I, was, I thought she was like, Oh, he thinks yeah. she thinks you're cute. I was yeah. like, Oh,
2: okay. Well, okay. don't we all think we're cute and we're holding a guitar? Yeah. But when she said threesome, I was like, That's extreme. Mm-hmm. So then like my brain started checking, I was like, why doesn't that girl just want to have a twosome with me? Okay. Why does, you, are you guys a couple or right. what's the, uh, did you put them on blast? No, that was okay. the thing is I was like, so I already made this internal reaction. Dialogue, yeah. Okay. I was like, what do I say? So the audience now has to know something. Cause I yeah. just watched this whole interaction happen. Well, what was
1: the excuse that you made? It was
2: a dumb one. I okay. said like, uh, something like, uh, Oh wow. You can fit that many hot dogs in your mouth at once. Huh? <laughs> okay. Interesting. Uh, and then, then they just stared at her and said like, you're lucky I didn't say what you actually said. Right. So the audience knew there was a layer
1: of like okay. what was actually said, yeah. but it was also some like some kind of sexual innuendo, well, right?
2: Yeah. Why would you tell me okay. that?
1: Okay. So, uh, so I'm sure everyone's wondering. So how you know were they cute? Were the two girls cute?
2: Well, that's why I said like I don't know why the one didn't ask me for a twosome.
1: Okay. Uh, so her friend wasn't that attractive. <laughs> no. Okay. but. This was college, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So that's the craziest thing that's happened.
2: Uh it was the craziest. That's thing? pretty wild. Yeah, I mean, it would have been crazy if it's like she came up on stage and like started taking off my clothes and like yeah. forced me to have a threesome. That'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah just borderline, right there. Yeah, I'm trying to sing about
1: gummy bears, and this, yeah. this is crazy. Um, yeah, you yeah, don't I'm, seem you don't seem to be like the demanding type of comedian where. What do you call it when they have the uh, the list of things that they need? Divas. Yeah, you know, not diva, but I'm saying you know how you have like a list of you know in your green room of like your um, I need my uh, Henny and I need writers. A bag of shit. They call yeah, them your writers, writer, right? Your writer. I
2: do have a writer. It has. Okay, what's on your writer? It has then? three
1: things. On all right. It, it three, has uh, three things always. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, same one.
2: Uh, it's uh, two bottles of water, mm-hmm. a can of Coke, okay, uh, and uh, Propel lemon water. Wow. Um, not very demanding there. Well, they all have to be at room have? temperature. Oh my gosh. It's not the reason why is because like for for vocal cords, uh, if it's cold, it'll actually tighten the vocal cords and okay. you can't sing. I personally don't care. I love cold drinks. Right. Uh, but like my voice coach was like, if you can drink yeah. soda before a show, just make right. sure it's room temperature so it's not
1: tightening her. So give me the thought process cords. behind that. So I understand the water, obviously. Yeah. What's up with the coke? Is that to give me energy? Coke is to, coke is give, is you to give me energy. Yeah. Okay. And understood. then what's with the Propel water then?
2: Uh, I one time I did a school and they didn't mm-hmm. have regular water, and okay. so they're like oh we're gonna bring you this like we have lemon Propel, and mm-hmm. I was like oh, okay. I don't really like lemon water normally, but I'll try it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, this is delicious. Okay. I want this at every single show. All so right. I put it on my writer then, and it's become like the big diva thing I now have. Because like all these schools will call me like, we don't have lemon propel Is that uh-huh. going to be okay? Are you still going to uh-huh. be able to go on? We have grape or we have kiwi all strawberry. I'm like, yeah, sure. I love trying new flavors. So now my writer has lemon Propel, mm-hmm. kiwi strawberry grape. Right. I want all of the Propels, or I won't go on. <laughs> that's
1: your little diva. Yeah, thing? that's what happened. Okay. It's like it
2: just, I would have been fine with just water had I right. never drank Coke, and then I had Coke, because I gotta have Coke. And I, like, right. I would have been fine without Propel, but I tasted Propel. I was like,
1: no, I gotta have it. Okay.
2: So yeah, it's also Skittles sometimes.
1: What about the business side of things? Uh, how first of all, how did you get into it? Right from a professional perspective, anyone can kind of do jokes and seeing and just do it for fun right but how about actually entering and and you know getting into the business i just always thought i would
2: i right. always assumed i was going to be a, a comedic mm-hmm. actor uh and that being a comedian was part of that okay. uh and yeah i think it started because i i had a since i was seven years old i wanted to be a, a, a jim carrey okay so everything from seven on was just like how do i become an actor what's the training i need for an actor and then comedy and like with whose lines it anyway became like a popular thing on TV. It was like, Oh, improv's a thing. Okay, cool. I'll get an improv. And then from there it was like, I was the young guy doing improv shows and I got put in way too many shows that I should have been in. We did like four shows a weekend every, every weekend for, I was at that club in, in college for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And because I was the young not weirdo. Because improv draws uh, a, a bunch of eclectic people. Yeah. Uh, very funny people. Yeah. But not like the most attractive sure. necessarily. Unless okay. you're in Los Angeles or New York. In which case everyone's way more attractive than me. And, and <laughs> funnier than me. It's sad. Uh, good healthy competition. Mm-hmm. But in college it was like, oh we have a college kid who we can put on stage. And like it'll draw a college audience. So I was okay. sort of like a token college audience drawer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that forced me to get good. Because the owners of the club wouldn't let me get away with like stupid subpar you know, material yeah subpar material like or, or gimmicks or tricks mm. I'd get yelled at after shows mm-hmm. for like you know stop doing this 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 and this mm-hmm. you were very good at this do more of that and stop doing these And so I was like yeah. okay I gotta I gotta impress and the those owners were, those
1: were paid uh, gigs at S- the time S- semi yeah it was like, more, I, got, I got like a more. percentage of the door okay yeah, yeah.
2: so as a 19 year old okay. getting paid anything for comedy was, while you're in school yeah right? okay. yeah it was like oh wow this is so that sort of bumped me into like the professionalism of of treating this like a career, okay. um, immediately. And then when I graduated, I this went is to North f- Carolina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and then when I graduated college, I went to Chicago right away and did more improv, and started doing my own like uh, guitar shows because I had like some songs now, and I had friends from like the restaurant I waited tables at that were like all artistic types. And so I rented out a theater and like filmed uh, one of my shows with all my fans and friends at the time. Mm-hmm. They became fans, I guess. Um, in the audience and from that video I was able to get like an agent mm-hmm. and the agent started uh, you know sending me on on college gigs and the college shows went well and then that turned into more and more and okay. yeah that's yeah but it was kind all of
1: naturally just organically happened it's
2: Yeah, naturally like... organically happened because that's how I saw it always happening right interesting guess, yeah So what's the ultimate uh, dream of yours then For me it's still acting as the passion okay. so uh, like a sitcom would be my, my absolute ultimate dream okay um, a TV show. TV show, probably okay. more like a Netflix style thing than like
1: a three camera CBS show, okay. but I so, take it more so than movies. Then,
2: yeah, I, there's Why uh, is that? I. Well, these days I feel like you can do so much more outside of the movie. Okay. Like a movie, in order to make a movie these days, it has yeah. to be like this material is only good for two hours. Like mm-hmm. we need to like beginning, middle, and end, and only in two hours wrapped up. Sure. Uh, whereas like TV shows, like especially the netflix style yeah. it's more like an eight hour long movie right it doesn't feel like eight hours because there's a break where you have to click next every right. hour and yeah. you, and you can like sort of bookmark things that way A little way. more freedom right yeah a little more freedom and and they they're they seem at the time but right now anyway they're taking more risks on things that it's like you on, know on movies they got to make sure it's gonna be
1: a hit yeah, before yeah. it even starts yeah and tv shows like we'll give you a season's chance yeah and i don't think there are there is that stigma as much anymore of like uh, an actor that's uh, that was not you know a movie actor right mm-hmm. movie star versus oh he's versus a TV, TV actor. actor yeah yeah, they're, and you, they're got like cross, Kev- yeah you got like Kevin it. Spacey on these Netflix yeah. and they're like yeah, awesome yeah. high production and yeah. I personally enjoy watching like Netflix original type series yeah. more they're than movies really now. good
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah because they were taking the risks mm-hmm. they took the risks and now they're getting the payoffs right and they're putting in a lot of uh, pumping in you know the production value because they right? can now because they've true. gotten the money because they got the subscribers and because their first hits were very successful right uh yeah, I mean you got Anthony Hopkins like on HBO like in Westworld right now. It's like yeah. you wouldn't think that yeah, but it used to yeah. be movie star ago, versus you would, TV. Yeah, exactly. No, you, they, wouldn't, you they would they would think start. of it taking a, as taking a step back in the right. right. And now it's it's yeah. it's, it's almost just, a, it's a, a parallel. Yeah, it's a parallel, and it's yeah. also just it, it makes the actor more likable. Right. Just as in general. Right. I'll still go see Anthony Hopkins in a movie. That's no different.
1: That's yeah. Yeah, I don't look down on Kevin Spacey for being no. on a Netflix original now. Oh, he's and, Great on it. Yeah, I think he's awesome, and it makes me want to see. More his of his work, more, yeah, yeah, his movies now. Yeah, 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 good point. Yeah, okay. so Taking a different track now. Let's talk about soccer a little bit, right?
2: Soccer. That's the one with uh hands.
1: Yep. Uh, if you're a goalkeeper. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, if you're a goalkeeper.
1: No. So the audience they they don't know, but well, we played together. Uh, we did, yeah. yeah. And so that's how we know each other. The yep. soccer world, yep. actually. For a couple um, of years, right? Yeah, yeah. It's and, 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 and in
2: the future too. Once and I get in the future too. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you get back into it. Yeah. We miss you.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, tell them how good I am. They don't know. <laughs> okay. You're so good. So I had. Good. I assumed you were like
2: 20 years younger than you actually are because of how good Thanks. you are. Thanks.
1: Yeah. I appreciate it. I'll give you the, you know, the propel uh, later. Right? <laughs> yes. I was promised propel. Right. So soccer, I mean, is that, uh, how how up there is soccer in your life in terms of, you know, enjoyment and the things that you really pursue? I need it. Okay. Um,
2: I've played soccer since I was seven and when i was a kid it was something to do that turned into just something i did always like i was on aso teams and i was right. on spring select teams and i was on club teams and it's like so it became like a year-round thing for me and we traveled a lot my family like again i became the center of attention my family would travel around the country mm-hmm. with me because i was on the soccer team that was traveling around the country mm-hmm. uh and uh, i was on some really good teams and i was on some really bad teams okay. but it just became this like this thing of like I don't know accidental exercise. Okay, like that's what I like about soccer is like you, right. it keeps you in such good shape and you don't right. realize that you're working out okay. when you're doing it.
1: That's interesting. Because it's yeah. just fun and it's just I a game. Yeah, it always. I can't run. I hate running. Right, but I don't really think about running when I'm playing sports, especially soccer. At all, right? Yeah, yeah. and so uh, and that's the
2: thing is so much running in soccer because it's not like you sub out for offense and defense. You mm-hmm. play everything, and uh, I actually still run to. These days, I just run so that I can play soccer on Saturdays mm-hmm. uh, and not get hurt. Okay. So like it's now it's overcorrected itself so where I'm consciously exercising so I can play the sport still. Right. Whereas before I was accidentally exercising
1: while doing the sport. Okay. So you love soccer. Mm-hmm. You don't watch it as much though, right? Like, I do you don't follow? Uh, yeah. Do you follow it on TV? Um. Or the games are not. No, too much? I
2: watch World Cups, okay. and that's really okay. I'm an I'm an American soccer watcher, I guess. Okay. What about MLS? Uh,
1: games just random highlights of stuff. Okay, so tell me this. This is kind of interesting because you're such a, uh, you're like an ideal fan from a right from a team and sport perspective. Yeah, right? yeah, they should have me. Right, they should have you, mm-hmm. but they don't. Mm-mm. And plus, you live right here in LA, mm-hmm. and there's not only LA Galaxy, but now there's LAFC. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what's what's and you're and then at the same time, you also support US soccer. Yeah. What's the, So what do you think is the disconnect? Why what would be better for them to be able to attract you to maybe even maybe coming to some of the games and also following it a little bit more, the local teams and watching on TV. Why do you think there's a disconnect a little bit for you personally? I don't know. Part
2: of it might be I don't have friends that are into it. Okay. Uh, my f- like my soccer team has always been like a group of people I know and less like friends. Mm-hmm. Like especially in high school. Like okay. The... I play with some really good players in high school and I was on their team and I was a teammate with them and like we celebrated that together, but I was terrified of those people like as human beings I see. outside uh, of the game. Yeah. Outside of the game. Right. Like they were just yeah. like intimidating people. Okay. Um, and uh, so I had this, like, weird, like, disconnect with, like, all right, soccer is uh, an activity I do I for this one part of my mind. And then, like, I need to go back to, like, reality of, like, mm-hmm. Goofy Brian writing stupid songs to songs on the radio. Okay. And so, like, my, my circle of friends that, like, I'll hang out with, like, on a night off okay. is more the goofy ones that are, like, just hanging out to have fun okay. rather than the ones that are, like, soccer fans, soccer players. Okay. Um What's interesting, though, in Los Angeles, though, is I do have a couple of friends who are getting into soccer who never played. Mm-hmm. Like, just all of a sudden love soccer because, like, the FIFA games sure. uh, and, like, Xbox and PlayStation stuff, where it's they never played, but they want to have, like, FIFA nights and, like, play video game soccer together, which is, in a weird way, just like the social media does for, for comedy and, and your actual live shows, FIFA's getting people into actual real soccer. Mm-hmm um through the video game mm-hmm. uh and I, I do think
1: that like for me personally though it's still like uh, i the worlds don't collide for you yet, no right? no okay I, they, they but just then you, you love soccer so much so let me pose this so then lafc who's mm-hmm. going to start in a year right mm-hmm. so they're the team the stadium's all coming together they don't their club they don't have actual players signed yet but they will right so once and they're trying to make a big splash these guys are big and there's going to be what we hope is a, a very growing and huge fun rivalry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. right? In in LA, mm-hmm. how would they be able to get you to come out to some of their games? You you know, what would be the way that you would be wanting to, outside um, of you know your immediate friends asking you to? I mean, I guess part of it is like, okay. and
2: th- this didn't work before, but like this the celebrity uh, aspect of
1: the stars, the soccer stars. Okay. They like, I the mean, players. Galaxy has done star yeah. players. Yeah, star players. Okay. Um, yeah. I, so if Zlatan was signed or Cristiano was signed to LAFC you'd want to go yeah to the I guess game? I'd
2: have to yeah right just okay. to but like you'd say the same thing I never saw Beckham play out here and, and okay. I should have right I and guess never saw him I knew play. who he was interesting I, yeah I watched him play for England's team World Cup stuff I never yeah. I didn't follow him when he was on he was on Madrid yeah. right yeah Real Madrid yeah. and then he came over to yeah LAFC. I had a jersey of his a friend of mine gave me a jersey when they went to Spain mm-hmm. brought me back a, a Beckham jersey oh like a, a real one yeah oh wow yeah. Yeah, so I was like, oh, he, I guess he plays for my race now. <laughs> okay. um, but, yeah, I guess stars. I mean, but they, like that's something the Galaxy does already. Like, it's yeah. not, so I don't know why I haven't. Interesting. So I don't, it's, it's not super yeah. close to me. Okay.
1: You know, being in Santa Monica, it's right. close. Yeah. But with traffic, it's a little further. Okay. Well, they're, they're planning on, or they have the uh, line that goes from Santa yeah. Monica to downtown LA now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah to go straight so down downtown. So maybe that'll help, right? Yeah. What about, like, the culture of the game? So there's a lot of things that are happening outside of the actual game itself. Yeah. You know, they're doing, you know, like the supporter group culture is getting huge when they have rallies and yeah. they meet at bars and all that. Yeah. I'm sure that'll help,
2: right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. If you if you walk into it, well, same as like the World Series just happened, right? And yeah. everyone was a World Series fan for, that. for, for a night at yeah. least, right. if not a couple of nights this past week. Uh, and I think it's a similar thing that like it could get to that level where it's like, mm-hmm. uh, because the popularity of soccer, I know, is growing. Yeah. Like it's not. It used to be when I'm maybe when you were a kid too. But like when I was a kid, it was it was like the soccer players were made fun of as like the not good enough for football. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we sure. were called soccer monkeys, I think. Okay. Uh, which I don't know why. Right. But It was like the football players were the real athletes, okay. and the soccer players were like those weirdos. Right. Uh, and it's funny now with like all the concussion stuff coming out. It's like, well, which side did you actually want to be on? Yeah. for Growing yeah. up playing sports.
1: Yeah, soccer is definitely getting cool. They. Yeah. They had uh, Future and uh, Drake just released a, you know, like a video where they're in a soccer, you know, game with, uh, you know, that's the, the theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that also, like you're talking about the culture of it, yeah.
2: that it is like the rest of the world does the culture of soccer so well. Mm-hmm. Like it is like people die in the stands over their passion for the teams, right. which is just nuts. Because mm-hmm. it's like that's like that's how badly their teams mean to them and i know like that's the same for like a lot of american fans like their football teams or their baseball teams but it just seems so much more like passionate and organized passion Mm -hmm. like in the rest of the world and i and i don't i don't see that here granted i don't go to many games here but like even like it's not like a it's not in the highlights reel either of like the organization of like chants and
1: cheers and like uh you know okay Well, let me ask you this then, uh, because the whole culture side of things, right, Mm -hmm. adding to the different elements outside of the actual game itself Mm -hmm. is what a lot of teams in the league is doing in order to attract a broader audience, Mm -hmm. right? And so things like fashion and, you know, like sneaker culture is getting big and uh, street soccer is getting uh, popular as well. And so they're expanding outside of just the normal kind of traditional game. Mm -hmm. What area of that type of uh, expansion do you think would draw you in you know, obviously, I don't think soccer and comedy would, you know, ever come together. <laughs> well, you know, not necessarily, but, could. You, know, and all, right. you know, you're a big fashion guy, I can tell, right? By your you know, oh, yeah, Batman, Batman shirt, right? Is that Batman? Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So, like, you know, soccer is, uh, the fashion is expanding into the mainstream. And, yeah. You know, as soon as, if they start showing up on hip hop videos, you know, it's like now it's hot. Yeah. Which is weird. Like it it is. And, but it is like, you're right. It it is making
2: it there now. It is, it is at a point where it's becoming more fashion. And I feel like every time there's a world cup, like the world Cup's what's doing Mm -hmm. it right now for at least my, my view on what I see people Mm -hmm. close to me that aren't soccer related, know about soccer everywhere. And it seems like more and more every four years, more and more people are into it in America. Uh, And, and maybe part of it too is like if, if, when the U.S. gets good enough to be like in the the semifinal and the final games of the World Cup, mm-hmm. that's when America might say, "Oh, hey, we're really good at this now. We'll, we'll yeah. watch. We'll be involved." Because like that's the other sports; like they're the best in the world at the other sports, like yeah, the football, true. the basketball, the baseball. Now, like, well, baseball sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but you know, as far as the World Series goes, we only compete the World Series yeah. here, yeah. <laughs> which they're, makes yeah. it super easy to be the best in the world. Yeah. Well, they um, have, we have the, to world, the World
1: Baseball Classic now, right? Yeah, but I don't, yeah. Just,
2: I don't. They have other countries involved, and yeah, but China. Americans don't watch that, right? Uh, but
0: that's, that's the thing: all, is
2: yeah. like, like Japan, like Asia has a has a big culture for baseball sure. that just isn't watched in America. Right. Not to say they're not as good. Yeah. But like basketball, I mean, the Olympics and stuff. It's like, why are we even playing America? Like, it's it's goofy. Yeah. Uh, and America doesn't even send their stars to right. the to the Olympics. So it's like, that's how good we are at basketball and right. then the football. Like, if football expanded over to England, I know there's like. There's there's fans NFL. of the NFL over there, and they yeah. do like random games over there. But uh, I think, yeah, it's just like the being good at the sport makes you want to like it more. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your country is good at the sport, you're into it more. Right. Um, so I think that would be like if the if the the competition gets so good that we start growing stars for soccer yeah. in America. Uh, and I mean, like there's uh, there have been some mm-hmm. I mean, uh, several of the players on the on the U.S. men's team in the last eight years or so have all been like. Not household names, but close to household yeah, names. Yeah,
1: they're getting decent salaries now. Yeah, 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 they're getting yeah exactly. Endorsements. Yeah. yeah, getting known
2: and playing, getting to play over in Europe, and then come back right. and play on America's team. Yeah, choosing. But like that's to come the thing back. is, like you have to go to America or have to go to Europe to become to prove that Almost you're better that than just American yeah. soccer. Yeah, right. okay. And so I think that once American soccer gets to where the competition level is, yeah. everyone is as good, then America the team plays right. that good in the World Cups. Then I think the public has a better chance of getting behind it and rallying like we could actually win this thing this year. We'll care a little bit. Sure.
1: Okay. Good, good, good points. All right. To kind of uh, wrap it up uh, with you being uh, in a very unique profession, living in LA, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think are, can you name some of the, the best things, you know, what are the highlights, you know, what are the best things about your life that you really enjoy? And then what are the, some of the challenges are kind of the toughest part of, you know, being Brian O'Sullivan.
2: Oh man. Yeah. That's a deep question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the things I enjoy the most yeah. are my freedom. Uh, to uh, that I'm sort of on my own schedule whenever I want. I do mm-hmm. what I want when I want it, how I want to do it. Okay. Uh, that's also a negative, too, because if I don't put in the work today, okay. tomorrow's is hard. Um, so because it is like I'm, I'm, I'm mostly working when I force myself to work mm-hmm. rather than like I have to go to work today and be there at 9 to 5 and right. show the boss that I showed up. Uh, it is... It is. Uh, that's a that's a good and bad thing. But i have i always like been better at that fly loves you. I know. Right? I'm sorry. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I've I've been pretty like uh, pretty good about being responsible enough to to take care of work, mm-hmm. to take care of business. Yeah. Um, but I do like that. I also love the beach. Okay. Uh, it's pretty sweet to say you live uh, at the beach. Right. Um, and the second part is the troubling stuff, mm-hmm. the hard stuff. Yeah, the hard part. Hard parts is that I feel like there's so many people with so less talent than me doing so much better in this industry. <laughs> okay. Uh, staying I positive then? Half joke. Nah, staying positive is weird because it makes it sound like I'm depressed yeah, if yeah. I say I need to stay sure. positive. But like, uh, it it's is not, sometimes... It's not easy. It's not. And like, yeah. the, the thing is, is like my highs in my life are so high because it's like yeah. when you do like a, a show of your own material for an hour in front of like a house of like a, a thousand people, yeah. it's like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. But it's like as high as 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 happy as a show can make you like mm-hmm. when you're not on stage or like, oh, man, it's been a whole week since i performed in front of anyone. It's like the lows are lower. Right. So I wouldn't call it like a depression or like a, okay. But it's like it's a wide range of emotions. Being able to deal with the highs emotions. and the lows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A of, of yeah. emotions
1: and okay. – Yeah,
2: and, and just feeling of where you are in your career because there's no scale. There's no one judging. There's no okay. there's no ladder to climb. It's right. how good you're doing today doesn't matter. Maybe tomorrow is when your YouTube video goes viral. Sure. And then now you
1: have to back it up. Okay, Good. So I noticed you brought your guitar, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you want to finish off with a a nice song if you can? Sure, yeah, you want me to? Yeah.
0: Through all your songs that you've made since seventh grade And both your biopics I won't even name (laughs) There's not a single thing about you I don't hate You're just some rich douche kid who won't go away And I didn't want to like the song Cause I didn't want anyone thinking I like you, I don't But now not all your songs suck And maybe when I sing along To the song it makes me sick Like I might have a fever This can't be Justin Bieber My mama don't like you And she thinks you are dumb She stopped watching Ellen Cause you were always on but she got so caught up in the words. Didn't know this song was yours. But now she knows. I've never seen her so morose.